0: Welcome to Simpler Bible, a daily journey to biblical understanding. Welcome to episode 42, where we are going to cover 27 chapters of Leviticus. Not really, but I am going to summarize it for you. And we're going to talk about it today, the condemning law. If we're being honest, the book of Leviticus is the reason that Simpler Bible started, sort of. My son, uh, when he was 14, was really beginning to show interest in reading the Bible more. He had read through a couple of different things, Bible related. And he was, he told me one night before he went to bed, he was like, I'm just going to read straight through the Bible. And I was like, man, that's great. That is very, very ambitious. Uh, It is difficult to do. And a lot of people get to Leviticus and they bail out. And it dawned on me after 25 plus years of reading the Bible at that point, that there are some things that you don't have to know necessarily to be able to enjoy Jesus. And I started thinking, how could I write a Bible reading plan? And I'm a, I'm a writer, I'm not a videographer kind of person. That's why we have Colin. But I I was sitting here thinking, what could I write for my sons that would help them understand the beauty of Jesus, the richness of the scripture, but would also help them navigate like Leviticus, where there are pages, like literally pages, of how to purify yourself from a leprous disease or how to cleanse a house with mildew or what foods you can eat and not eat, things that aren't relevant to us as people of faith but that were still part of the Jewish narrative and kind of the oppressive nature of the law. So I began to think, what could I do? And so my desire was then to write something for my boys that they could better understand the Bible. One day, while visiting with Colin, I was telling him what I wanted to write for my sons. Colin said, you know what we should do? We should make a daily video for everybody. And because I wanted my boys to avoid the drudgery of Leviticus and because Colin is awesome and he wanted all of you to benefit from it, here we are. So because of law and because of Colin, simpler Bible. If you've wondered how we started, that's why. And so I'm going to read to you a section today of Leviticus And show you the tediousness of it. And then remind you that thank God we have Jesus. All right? So I'm going to be in in Leviticus 13. I want to remind you that the book of Leviticus covers somewhere between 8 and 14 days. That's it. 8 and 14 days. You're going, Ryan, how can you be so sure that it covers 8 to 14 days? Well, that's a great question. Because we remember from yesterday that the tabernacle was set up on the first day of the first month of the second year. And we know that the priest, here in a little bit, we're going to see that the priest are the ones offering the Passover celebration. And they have to be able to do that on the 14th day. We also know from something we're going to learn here in a little bit in Leviticus, in the next day or two, that the priest, it took a total of seven days for them to be consecrated. And so seven days of consecration, plus there's all the instructions about, what kind of things they can offer and what kind of things they can't offer. So all of this is happening simultaneously. These 27 chapters of Leviticus, Moses is standing in front of the people. He is or, He's doing the ordination of the priest, which Moses is or, ordaining the priest uh, for seven days. And he is telling them what they can sacrifice, what they can't sacrifice. He's telling them all the rules that they need to follow so they can then give those to the people. So We know, we know that the priests are consecrated. We know that the ordinances for all the sacrifices and all the things they can do and can't do, all of that is in place by the time the Passover rolls around 14 days from Exodus 40. So 14 days later, all of that's going to be taking place. And we'll see that in the book of Numbers when we get there in a few days. So Leviticus has to take at least eight days because it's going to take seven days for the priest to be consecrated might take as much as 14 days so that they're ready to do all the Passover stuff on the evening of the 14th. But Book of Leviticus, 27 chapters, covers at most two weeks of time. And now here we are. Chapter 13 to just give us a little bit of a taste for it. We've already learned in the earlier chapters about the burnt offerings, the grain offerings, the peace offerings, the sin offerings, and the guilt offerings. Now let's learn about leprosy and skin diseases. Doesn't that sound fun for whatever day this is, you know, of the week? I don't know what day this is of the week because it'll change from year to year, but isn't that a fun thing for us to be doing on this day? So, Leviticus 13 1, the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When a person has on his skin of his body a swelling or an eruption or a spot, And it turns into the case of a leprous disease on the skin of his body. Then he shall be brought to Aaron the priest, one of the sons of the priest. And the priest shall examine the diseased area on the skin of his body. And if the hair in the diseased area has turned white and the diseased area appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is the case of a leprous disease. When the priest has examined him, he shall pronounce him unclean. Now, I want you to think about this. Leprosy is a specific disease that we have. We're not really sure what the Hebrew word or the Greek word means that we translate leprosy. It's a skin disease. So while leprosy is something that culturally we know exists, from the the Jewish perspective, if you had a really bad pimple, right, and it's there, you got to go to the priest and let him look at that. And if it's got a hair in it, he's like, look, you might be unclean. Like, dude, you're living out in the middle of the desert, right? You're not bathing every single day. You're, you're, how do you not have an outbreak all the stinking time, right? Like, how how are you not always going to the priest and going, look, I got this thing, this, this rash over here. And they're like, oh, that might be a heat rash, but we're not sure. It could be leprosy. I, I need you to go hang outside the camp for seven days. We'll look at it again in seven days. Like the tediousness, the tedious nature of this is ridiculous. Like, for whatever kind of thing you have. Have you ever had like a a cut that got infected or whatever, right? Now, if you have an infection in your cut, you're considered unclean. You got to go show yourself to the priest. So look at all these things, right? Verse four, if the spot is white in the skin of his body and is no deeper than the skin and the hair isn't white, the priest shall shut up the diseased person for seven days. The priest shall examine him on the seventh day. If in his eyes the disease is checked and the disease has not spread in the skin, then the priest shall shut him up for another seven days. So look, if it's not spreading, okay, that looks pretty good. Let's give it another seven days. And if after 14 days it's still not spreading, all right, you can come back. You are outside of your camp for a minimum of seven days. You are outside of your house for a minimum of seven days. And if it's not spreading then you're still outside the camp for another seven days just to make sure. Like, goodness gracious, right? Look at verse 6. The priest shall examine him again on the seventh day. That's the 14th day now at this point. And if the disease area has faded and the disease has not spread, the priest shall pronounce him clean. It's only an eruption. And he shall wash his clothes and be clean. I want you to think about this now again from the perspective of a really bad pimple. You get a really bad pimple and the priest is like, "Ooh, that looks pretty angry. Were you poking at it? It's kind of red. It's kind of swollen. You're like, yeah, I played with it this morning. I shouldn't have. And he's like, all right, I need you to go outside the camp for seven days. You go out for seven days, you come back. And he's like, still looks pretty bad, but it might be getting better. And then after 14 days, he comes back and he's like, oh yeah, it's definitely getting better. You're fine. Come on home. Like, my goodness, the tedium, right? So uh, he'll wash his clothes and he'll be clean is what it goes on to say. So, but if the eruption spreads on the skin, this is verse seven, after he has shown himself to the priest, he shall appear again before the priest and the priest shall look. And if it has spread again, you're unclean. It's the leprous disease. So he looks at it, sends you away for seven days, brings you back. It looks like it's spreading. So sends you away for seven days. You come back. It's definitely spreading. Now you're unclean. You know what they had to do? They had to live outside of the regular community of people, outside the camp. They had to cover their faces, their mustaches one one of the places will say, and pronounce themselves unclean. They're walking through the assembly going, I'm unclean, I'm unclean, everybody. Like, does that feel like, I don't know, I have like COVID flashbacks or something, right? Like everybody's like covering their face and going, I'm unclean, I'm I'm unclean, don't come. Like, goodness gracious. Now, this is the law. And I want you to think about this. Whenever people talk about the law, And they say, well, we Christians, we're still supposed to observe the law. We're still supposed to do the law. No one talks about this stuff. No one does. Uh, People talk about ceremonial law. They talk about, uh, they divide the law into different categories. The Bible is really clear. You cannot divide the law into different categories. You cannot do it. From James chapter 2, we'll come back to this in a few days, but in James chapter 2, if you break any part of the law, you've broken the whole thing, okay? In Galatians, if you are going to uphold one part of the law, you have to uphold the whole thing. We do not get to pick and choose what parts of the law we want to hold to. So if if you have this tendency to say, we got to do the rules, we got to follow the law, you better be prepared to follow them all because that's the way the law works. The law is not laws. It is law. It is one thing. It's like a vase. And the, if you break the vase, you broke the vase. You didn't break a part of the vase. You broke the whole thing. The vase is broken. And so that's the same thing with the law. So there's all this stuff. There's the chapters about in 11 and 14 about what's clean and unclean. You can eat this animal, but you can't eat that animal. And if it hops around on on hinged legs, it's okay. But if it has scales, you can't eat it. But uh, sorry, if it has scales, you can eat it. But if it has skin, you can't eat it. And it talks about all the fish you can eat and you can't eat and the hawks that you can eat or not eat. I mean, it is ridiculous. And the Jews, man, they loved the law. And so they kept adopting more and more law, not just the ones that were listed in Leviticus, but they added more by the days of Jesus. So a couple of things to consider. One. Um, the phrase, I am the Lord, occurs greater than 30 times in the book of Leviticus. I've already told you that the place that the phrase, I am the Lord, occurs most is in the book of Ezekiel. It will occur over 80 times in Ezekiel. Second place is the book of Leviticus. It recur- occurs just over 30 times in the book of Leviticus. And here these people are, and they are, my goodness, guys, I'm just telling you, like, just, just off of skin purifications alone, just off of skin purifications alone, most of us today would, by the law's standards, be considered unclean. We would just be unclean. We would at least be going outside the camp for seven days. Now, a couple of things. I'm super excited to share with you what we've got, in I uh, think, tomorrow. But if not tomorrow, the next day. It, it'll put some of this into perspective. Verse 18. If there is in the skin of one's body a boil and it heals, and in the place of the boil there comes a white swelling or a reddish-white spot like a scar... Then it shall be shown to the priest. The priest shall look at it. If it appears deeper than the skin and its hair has turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It's a case of leper's disease that is broken out in the boil. But if the priest examines it, there's no white hair in it. It's not deeper than the skin, but it's faded. The priest shall shut him up seven days and then pronounce him clean or unclean, depending on what the next seven days look like. Aren't you glad that this isn't the standard by which we have to come before the Lord? Now, the book of Leviticus is going to say this a few times. It's going to start... First time it's going to say it's Leviticus 11, 44, and 45, where God says, be holy as I am holy. It's going to say it again in Leviticus 19, 1, Leviticus 20, verse 7, Leviticus 20, verse 26, Leviticus 21, 8. We see it in 1 Peter 1, 13 through 16. Gird up the loins of your mind, be sober in spirit, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the day Christ Jesus is revealed. As he who called you is holy, so you also be holy in all of your conduct. For it is written, be holy because I, the Lord God, am holy. What do we do with that? How in the world, with the law, with all the restrictions it has about all the things you can eat and not eat? Like, listen, if you touch, if you touch a dead lizard, you are unclean until nightfall. If you have any kind of emission from your body, you are unclean until nightfall. If you, poop, you're unclean until nightfall. I mean, my goodness. By every standard of the law, we are all unclean. And so how in the world can we be holy as God is holy when all that the law does is condemn? Do you remember that from yesterday or two days ago? That uh, 2 Corinthians 3, 7 through 18, and that the law is a ministry of condemnation, the law is a ministry of death. How in the world could we ever be holy as God is holy when all the law does is show us how we have failed? Well, thanks be to God, and we come back again to Matthew 11, 28 through 30, where Jesus speaks to the people under the law Come to me, you who are weary and heavy laden. What were they weary from? What were they heavy laden by? The law. Come to me, you who are tired of the burden of the law. Come to me, you who want rest. Uh, gloriously, it's the Sabbath rest. We are not trying to do this on our own work anymore. We're not trying to do this on our own effort anymore. We do not need the law as a means for righteousness. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness sake for all who believe. And now because of Christ, we have come to faith in God and now we are declared holy. Remember, holy to the Lord. The priest wore that on his turban and now Christ stands before God declaring you and me holy by faith instead of by the works of the law. So look, Leviticus is tedious and if you must read through it because you're like me and you need to read every page and every word if you're like me and you need to read through it let this be the encouragement you draw from it as you get through these 27 tedious chapters that you get to the end and go thank you God that now the standard for righteousness to me is faith in Jesus Christ it's not the law anymore and that's the takeaway I want you to have from Leviticus but there are a couple of other things I want to show you that are super cool and we will start that tomorrow (music) Thank you so much for journeying with us today at Simpler Bible through another section of scripture where we come to know and understand God a little bit better. Look, if you're brand new to Simpler Bible, we have all sorts of resources available for you. Go to our website, simplerbible.com, and there you can find these videos, you can find our podcast, you can find links to our social media, and you can even find a blog post with additional scriptures if you wanna go into a little bit more study than we had time to cover in this podcast and video today. We hope that this tool will be exactly that for you, a tool. Not something that replaces your daily walk with God, but something that enhances your daily walk with God and helps you to know and enjoy Him more. Thank you so much for being part of this, and we'll see you again tomorrow.